Hey guys, this episode of the No Recipe Podcast is sponsored by Kalulua Massage Therapy. If you are experiencing muscle pain, soreness, tension, or looking to improve circulation, energy, and alertness, or simply want to reduce stress and increase your relaxation, you should definitely visit Justin at Kalulua Massage Therapy. He provides an osteopathic-based assessment followed by a therapeutic treatment to help align your mind, body, and Kululua. I've personally booked an appointment with Justin, and after my first visit, he was able to identify the problem areas causing my foot soreness while providing a comfortable environment. I was also able to vibe out to my own preferred Spotify playlist that created a completely relaxed and unique experience. So, book your appointment now at kaluluwatherapy.ca and mention promo code NORECIPE to get 15% off your first visit. That's K-A-L-U-L-U-W-A-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y dot C-A with promo code NORECIPE to get 15% off your first visit. Direct billing is available. With that being said, stay tuned and locked in. This is the No Recipe Podcast. Guys, welcome back to the No Recipe Podcast. No, we're not a cooking podcast, but we are here to help you cook up ideas and strategies behind entrepreneurship, personal finance, motivation, and the journeys in between. This episode, we're sitting down with Justin Mendoza, owner and therapist behind Kalulua Massage Therapy. We explore his journey, the progression he's made, and the challenges he's faced. We explore the key relationships in his life and ultimately the goals that motivate him. With that being said, Justin, welcome to No Recipe. Thank you for having me. Yo, welcome, bro. Thank you. I'm Thank glad. You. Yo, we're glad you can make it, man. Oh, man. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Cool, man. But thanks for coming out, bro. I guess we'll just start with, man, tell us who you are and what you do, bro. Well... My name is Justin. I'm a registered massage therapist. And, uh, well, basically, that's what I do. I heal. I recover. Hey. Everything with the hands. Try to do with mind and body. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Cool, man. Yeah. Well, bro, like, what made you go into, like, mas- mas- massage therapy? Like, oh. how was that decision made? It was a journey. I, like... I had so many different um, like career choices. Mm. So getting out of high school, I was prepping to become a, a paramedic. Mm-hmm. So I spent a good like uh, grade 11 and all of 12, like prepping to get the prereqs for uh, paramedics. So when I got into paramedics, I was like, mm, this is taking way too long. And it got to the point where I had to move to Calgary or Alberta to just like take some courses. I did. Um, so when I was in Calgary, they said it was going to be like a four year program. Yeah. But they said after two years, you have to move out to Edmonton. I had no idea who anyone was. Mm. And I was like, Ugh. 
I might have to move back. Yeah. So I moved back, did about a year in Calgary, but I got accepted into the program at Red River. Mm-hmm. And from there, I was about halfway through. Um, halfway through, my grandma passed away, so I was mentally not there. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like forced to step back from the program and I had to reevaluate what I wanted to do. So I took about half a year talking to my parents and like seeing what the layout was with everyone else. And I noticed that most of my family is pretty much mechanics. Mm-hmm. So I went into automotive, mm-hmm. went into automotive and I was like, oh man, this is way too hard on my body. I can't do this. So I stepped back, I stepped back away from that and I took about another half year off, reevaluated, and I thought about, man, I really want to help like people with the human body and help mm-hmm. them like heal themselves and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I applied at U of W, went into um, prereqs for my kinesiology degree and yeah, the wait list was just way too long. It just got way too expensive. And I was like, nah, I can't do this. I got I to gotta back out. And, but I still want to help uh, other people like with healing and their healing journey and everything like that. So I was like, man, what's, what's the closest thing to helping other people but like not have a four-year program mm. where I may be spending more than like 40 grand so I like bit the bullet and I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to look into massage therapy. So I looked into different schools and yeah, I found that Wellington College was kind of best fit for me and I just took it. Uh, when I got into the program, I was like, mm, I just want to learn how to massage things. Like I don't mm-hmm. like that had no intention. Um, I just want to see what the program is about. Um, after the first year, I ended up really loving it, Mm. learned a lot, like learned a lot, like even deeper than, uh, just the surface of the skin, deeper than like the muscle tissue, deeper than like it goes, it goes so in depth with what they teach you in the program. And honestly, this is like the most stressful two years of my life and Mm. totally worth it. So you said it was the most stressful two years of your life like what made you not quit because like the first three things you're just like hey i can't it's hard on my body auto mechanic um the other one it just didn't work out just because mentally but this Mm -hmm. one you said is really stressful so what made you like keep going and you know and not quit again so um each year goes into quarters so after the first quarter i was like okay like this is getting pretty interesting we're like learning how to kind of touch the surface of the body feeling like the layers of the body but then after the first quarter of that year, we're like, okay, we're going to go a little bit deeper. We're going to mm-hmm. get a little bit more. Um, we're going to go deeper into like molecules and how that, how like certain touches of the body kind of um, changes the, uh, the tone of the muscle. And from there, it just like kept going deeper and deeper and deeper. And like, there was just so much information that, I couldn't even take in. So I just wanted to keep going and just like keep learning. I guess early on, like early on in that semester, they got you with just straight up curiosity. Yeah, exactly. And then after deeping, going deeper into like the biology of yeah. how everything works, that's kind of where it, it kind of picked up. Yeah. 
it was all it was all through curiosity to be honest mm-hmm. um i was not too sure what i was going into and ideally i just wanted to get into there just to like um massage as per se yeah what what's the perception that you had prior like what was a massage therapist to you even before you went to um enroll okay so uh prior to that it's kind of funny because like a few years before my grandma died or passed away i was like um i was like massaging her back and stuff like that and she was Mm -hmm. like oh you want to become a massage therapist (laughs) you should be a massage therapist and i was like okay that's kind of weird because at the time it was just like mostly a female dominated um career Mm -hmm. and you don't really hear too much about males doing it so i was kind of hesitant about going into the program but i did talk to a few people um one of them being kimmy get she really helped me um prepare for that program Mm -hmm. and andrea clausen who I saw as a mentor also going into the program and like really preparing me for uh, what I wanted to go into. Um, And yeah, it was just always constantly checking up on them to see what type of things they're going through and to see if it's something that I will fit into as well. Were they people in later stages of a like in year two, I guess, or were they people that had already finished? Oh, there were people who already finished. Okay. Um, When I first spoke to Kim, I like, I had no idea that she was in the program. Um, I think she had some advertisements on Instagram and stuff like that of her openings. And I was, I was just curious overall. Um, I knew that I didn't want to do kinesiology anymore just because of how long it took and how much money I was spending. Mm -hmm. And, I was I was almost out of options. I just needed some sort of outlet from someone else. And uh, it just took an Instagram post from her to kind of help me reach out. Make that click, right? Yeah, exactly. Like that there's other people in this and yeah. uh, how to seek them out. Mm-hmm. So I guess for you early on, what would you say is the impact of having these mentors? Oh, man. Huge, huge. Um, well, because for me, I'm more so of a hands-on learner. Mm-hmm. So when I was getting treated, I was kind of in that mindset as to like, okay, so this is the type of treatment that you do. It's not more so relaxation, but like relaxation is more so of a state, but the ideal purpose is to treat the muscle and to treat the injury. And I kind of like going into year one and stuff like that. I kind of like mimicked what they were doing, but I didn't know what the intention was. Mm. So once I learned what their intention was of doing the treatments, it kind of helped me realize like, okay, I could do what they're doing, but I could modify it a little bit more. To be more with what, I guess, more into your style? Or yeah. would you say like more your style? Or? Yeah, I would say more so style because um, Kim is a lot... Uh, smaller than I am mm-hmm. but the way that she does treatments is it's a lot deeper it's there's a lot more intention but um, with Andrea hers is a lot more of technique per se mm-hmm. and for myself it's kind of like a mix of both of them mm-hmm. so that's why I say like those two were kind of like my mentors starting off 
yeah, it's a little bit of a mix of both of them. Yeah, that's interesting that you said it was like, um, you thought it was more so about relaxation, but after speaking with them, you really learn the intent behind every action. Because mm-hmm. I think for most people, the very first time they go to like a massage therapy or like a massage session, like I had gone in thinking that, man, it's going to be relaxing. It's going to be chill. Yeah. But I left like beat up. Oh, yeah. The first time I got massaged by Kim, I was like, oh, man, what is happening? Like, I'm not relaxed at all. Like, I'm in pain. But this is like, I feel so much better than my in my everyday life. Mm. I have a lot more range of motion. And I'm just, I don't know. I just feel a lot more, I guess, a lot more movement that's available to my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Because like when I used to go to you, like like back when you're still in the basement, I, I kind of just went just because yo, like these guys doing massage therapy. I haven't gotten one ever. I'm like yo, I'm gonna hit up the homie to get a massage. So then when I came in, I thought I was just getting a massage, but you actually gave me this checklist. It's like yo, like what do you need? Like what do you like? Are you feeling any type of the pain? Like I filled out like this checklist, and you read it. It's like okay, cool. We're gonna do this today, just based on what I checked off. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then um after after that man i was sore too like this guy went in on my calves he's like yo your calves are gonna be sore yeah. for sure i was like okay cool and then <laughs> the next day i'm like wow i can't even walk but after a while i noticed like i can bend like when i need to tie my shoe i can bend over and shit like it's crazy man like i don't i, I didn't really i didn't realize how much less of range of motion i had before a massage and then compared to after so yeah, yeah man that kind of opened my eyes to like yo massage therapy is like crazy man yeah it was kind of trippy because like when I did, when I did see you, I was like, okay, this guy has some history. Like, I know what he's about. Like, he did some boxing, he did some Muay Thai. Mm-hmm. And like, I've seen like what type of body he has. And I just kind of clicked back to like when like pre, pre-massage therapist to like now. And I was like, okay, I've seen like this guy's technique and I know that I need to correct something about this. Mm-hmm. Then we had a little bit of a deeper conversation saying like, okay, I have, I lean more so on uh, one side more than the other cool. and there's more body weight there's more muscle tone in this area so i got to target this area a little bit more and like try to create a little bit more range of motion for him like now that you have the insight being a therapist mm-hmm. what would you say are the key benefits to people who haven't been the key benefits for those um i would say just keep practicing the techniques because at first you don't really have that that touch i mean like i've only been doing it for one year and i'm still learning Mm -hmm. but each time i do a treatment on the same person i feel like i'm learning a little bit more about that person and a little bit more about myself Mm -hmm. because uh sometimes you might feel like you're not making much of a difference to their body Mm -hmm. but it honestly takes a little bit more time to um recover and break down that muscle tone um, on that particular body part that you're working on mm-hmm. yeah depending on their lifestyle especially and i guess as like a patient what would the benefits of going to your first session and continually going like what would they be uh so first of all like i usually start off with uh like a like a mindful breathing exercise mm-hmm. i actually picked this up from steve ramos who runs daily fit pack and every time that he does a uh a workout session we always start off with a good breathing exercise like get back to mindfulness Mm -hmm. get back to your breath even if you do feel distracted so i try to fall back on that so he was a 
uh, after the new year, like I really incorporated that into my treatments. Mm -hmm. So that was a really big part because like once you walk into the building, you might be a little bit overwhelmed because the building that I do work in is a three-part business. So there's case and park, there's equipment massage therapy or equipment massage supply, and there's myself. So you do have to go through a few obstacles in between. Mm-hmm. Um, and that might be a little bit overwhelming for some people. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought of what Steve Ramos did with his breathing exercise. So I brought that back to um, my type of treatments where okay, we got to go back to mindfulness. We got to get them to feel at ease in a place that they're not too familiar with. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. um, even before the type of treatments that we're doing. What are the breathing exercises? So basically, well, we could do a breathing exercise right now if you guys want. Yeah, absolutely, man. Okay. All right. So we'll get you guys to step nice and tall. Have your shoulders rolled back. Have your eyes closed. And with your belly, I want you to take a nice deep breath in. And you could breathe at your own pace. You could feel those contact points of the bottom of your feet. If it's, if you have more contact in your heels, the side of your feet, the balls of your toes, the tips of your toes. Again, at your own pace. And feel if you have any tension at your knees as it's bent. The bottom of your glutes. How much pressure is on one side compared to the other side. If you have any tension in your lower back from this. If you feel like You have pain when you breathe in, when you breathe out. If you feel like you're a little bit distracted, we'll go back to your breath. And then we'll go back to your upper back. Do you feel like there's tension in your shoulders from this? Do you feel like your head is leaning forward a little bit? We'll do a few more deep breaths in and then release once we're ready. Relax your breath, keep it nice and loose. And when you're ready, you could open up your eyes. Yo, I feel more chill, man. How about you? Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm a lot more relaxed. See, see, this this is cool. So, like, when you were in school, did you learn any of this? Or you learned this way after with, with these other people oh, that you this met is, up with? This is way after. This is, like, with people that um, you see. Like, you get to kind of chip their type of treatments or their type of ideas mm-hmm. or their type of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And if it's something that kind of vibes with you, you kind of adopt it. Mm-hmm. You adopt it and modify it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of like how I learned how to do my type of treatments. Mm-hmm. It's all adopting and modifying. Mm. 
and just crafting it to make it your own. Exactly. Yeah. Do yeah. you do you do that with like patients too? Like say this one thing really worked on this one dude and then you get this other person and then nothing they've gone to other people has worked. And you're like, yo, maybe I'll modify this thing that worked for this person. I'll yeah. try it on this guy. You, you ever do that? Oh yeah. So it, it even goes from like, it even goes as deep as music. Mm. Depending on the person that uh, is in the room, you could have different type of music. Like you could have non-lyrical, you could have lyrical, you could have R&B, you could have, you could have even like as deep as country or like soft rock. You could even have folk music. It really depends on what type of person they are and like what type of energy that you get from them. I guess the intention yeah. is to put someone in a relaxed state mm -hmm. or just mindfulness. Cause like that breathing exercise, when you kind of ask someone to think about, you know, how I'm feeling, uh, like at the base of my foot and different parts of my body, it really puts you, uh, or it really brings attention to those places. And I never realized I got a kink in my neck. Yeah. I didn't even know that until like we started, you know, yeah, like shutting stuff down and just like looking for those things. So yeah. is that the intention also behind like the music and everything else just to bring it back to mindfulness or is it more for the ambiance? Um, well, for the music, it's kind of like, depending on what type of music that, they enjoy that's when they could reach their um state of relaxation a little bit mm. easier okay that's when they could be a little bit more mindful because like with injuries they might be a little bit more tense because of the type of music even music that they're listening to like okay this is like some some grungy music and yeah. like it's like tensing up my shoulders and everything but like once you listen to some soft rock or even r&b it's like okay this is my jam this is this is where I could feel nice and loose. And um, this is where I want to be. This mm. is where my body wants to be too. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Like for you, after you kind of learned um, the craft of it and the science behind it, like what changes uh, did you make in your own life and in your own health? Uh, so the type of changes that I've done is like uh, with my girlfriend, we even, we actually kind of synchronize certain times where we have this app called 10% and um, we linked accounts so we could see when we meditate with each other. So we do about like 10 minutes of meditation every morning, like when we wake up. And once I do the meditation, she gets a notification. So that kind of like sparks her to kind of do the meditation as well. And we, we try to stay account, uh, we have accountability for each other. Mm -hmm. uh, so say I do it for like 10 days in a row, she'll do it for 10 days in a row. But if you find ourselves like falling off of that, we'll message each other and be like, hey, notice that you didn't, you didn't mm -hmm. uh, meditate today. Mm -hmm. um, and then we kind of like have that conversation with that. So that really helped us uh, stay accountable for each other about um, have that having that routine and mindfulness and recently i've been doing these type of like kettlebell exercises mm -hmm. and i've been posting them on my instagram uh towards certain people just because uh they keep me accountable for like the type of exercise that i do as well mm. yeah it's just a nice little balance between like work and play mm. so as far as like meditation goes did you practice before no, not at all. I like 
I I feel like I didn't have the patience for that. Mm, like yeah. I'm the type that's kind of like really jittery. Yeah. So if I'm sitting for long periods of time, I'm just gonna like move around and I don't know, I'll flail my arms and stuff like that. Like Felicia really knows that too. Like she really likes just lying down and just like being super chill, but I just can't stop moving and she she kind of like learned that about me. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Man, what do you think is the biggest change? that kind of occurred in your life after you started meditating? Yeah, like, did that stop happening? Like, the jitteriness? Like, did you just stop doing that now? Or do you, it kind of happens very seldom? Well, uh, there's certain parts of the day where I kind of feel like I have less patience than others. And then there was one part of the meditation where it's like, okay, once you feel like you have this type of impatience for certain things, you just got to say, like, welcome to the party okay so like i feel a little bit of anxiety welcome to the party i feel a little bit of anger welcome to the party there's a little bit of more um movement than certain days and i just feel like i need to get something done welcome to the party i guess it just puts you in that frame of mind of you know welcome to the party let's let's do it or exactly Mm. and it's like kind of it kind of like mixes in with like the type of lifestyle that i had in the past where I would just like welcome be, to the party. Yeah, welcome <laughs> to the party. Yeah, but yeah, we're slowly transitioning out of that. Mm. Yeah, especially with COVID and stuff. It's just you go from such a social life to a non-social life. You mm-hmm. become you become an introvert when you really don't want to. Mm. So yeah, really don't really have don't really have much of a choice there. Mm. That's true. That's yeah. True. Or I guess like the environment we're kind of in helps people in general just be more mindful of themselves, their bodies, and, you know, the world around them. So Exactly. Yeah, it's it's been tough. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yo, for sure, man. Like, I know I've talked, to, I've talked to a lot of my friends where normally they'd go out and be mm-hmm. out all the time. But so then now they're like, hey, like I'm getting used to being at home, yeah. staying home, being alone and not hang out with people because that was an issue for them. They'd always have to be around people. But now they're just like, man, I don't I don't feel that way anymore, which is crazy yeah. like, how that thing can just change a person, you know? Yeah. It's really like nice, but it's not nice at the same time. Yeah. Because like with that time that you've been spending with people, you, you're spending with yourself mm. and you like really learn about your own Mm. like thoughts like Mm -hmm. the things that you do like and the things that you don't like and it it even goes as deep as habits Mm -hmm. um it's kind of just like okay i have my phone here and i'm just going to keep looking at my phone because there's nothing else to do Mm. i have nothing else to distract me and i'm just Mm. at home i'm a homebody and Mm. even if it goes from like watching netflix shows um it's kind of just like automatic you're more so of couch potato and yeah, there's like really nothing else to do, but there is this uh, thing called Headspace on Netflix now that'll help you with meditation. Mm. Yeah, they're really like opened it because with Headspace they kind of like um, they kind of educate you with what's happening, and then they do a nice meditation near the end of the episode. It's about like a twenty minute episode or something like that. I guess as a way to like decompress. Yeah, exactly. Mm especially throughout COVID too. Yeah. Like it was really important that they had that, um, those episodes on Netflix because everyone is kind of like revolving their life around Netflix. They're binge watching like crazy to the point where there's like really nothing else to watch. 
but then they added this headspace um series on netflix so that's nice that's nice to decompress that man just going into like you now you know after post-graduation uh i guess you started your business and let's like kind of go into that bro well like let's start with actually the name kalulua <laughs> so for people who don't know what is kalulua or what does it mean to you so Kalulua means soul or spirit in Tagalog. Mm. Um, it's funny, like, kind of how the origin came to be because the original name was supposed to be called New Soul. Okay. But it got to where it was not as original and it was just kind of like a generic name mm. at the time. So... I was kind of like spending all day on it. I was like, okay, so I don't want to go with new soul. I don't want to go with soul. So what should I do? So I kind of like took the time, took the day to just sit on it. And then I took a shower and I was like, hmm, what is soul in Tagalog? <laughs> and like for me, like I don't really know Tagalog that that well. Like I can't even, I could barely even speak it and let alone understand it. Mm. So I had to Google this. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, uh, what does soul mean in Tagalog? Came out Kalulua. So I asked, I asked some of my friends who like knew the language very well. I asked some of their parents. I was like, okay, so uh, what does Kalulua mean? And then they were like, oh, it means soul, it means spirit. And I was like, okay, so is it like, is it like a good soul or is it a bad soul? And they were like, oh, it's it's good, but it really depends on how you put this sentence in. Mm. yeah so that's what it meant or that's what it that's where it came from what it means to me is kind of it's it has that division of your mind and body mm -hmm. where you kind of like have that um have that means in between where it kind of fuses and you get your soul where it's a lot more um it's a lot more balance in your life. Mm. Yeah. So you have, so you have your body and then your mind, your body has a nice balance. It's nice, nice and relaxed. Your muscles are nice and flush and you have your soul where it's more so mindfulness. And that's where it mostly comes from. Mm. Yo, that's dope, man. And, yeah. and shout out to like showers, man. Most of my crazy ideas <laughs> that I come up with, it's in a shower, man. Honestly. And it just pops up. Like, I don't, I don't understand how it works, but I'm just shampooing. I'm like, Yep. yep. That's a sick idea. Yeah, you know. That's that's the one. <laughs> I think it's like for me at least showers can be the time I like meditate, right? Yeah. Cuz Oh yeah, that's true. I never thought about the, that. Yeah, during that's that it. time, I think everyone has their shower routine where like I don't know, you soap your body or you start with shampoo or whatever. Mm -hmm. But everyone has that routine. And since it's very much a routine you're so disconnected yeah with the shower itself that at least for me my thoughts just flow in there so i think i've had my best ideas yeah in the shower like and i know like a lot of people have so uh, i guess it comes back to yeah. just meditation and like mindfulness yeah so like taking a shower is kind of just like second nature where it's just automatic you do these movements yeah. because you've been doing it for years yeah so you have that time to just like again like decompress your mind mm. open it up a lot 
Mm-hmm. And then once you're out of that shower, you could like write it down on the book or something like, or like act upon it. Mm. So, yeah. Hey guys, I just want to take this time to let you know about Rentery, a peer-to-peer app that allows you to gain new experiences by renting anything, anywhere. On the app, you're able to browse through the three different categories available, active, adventure, and art. But if you want to find something more specific, you can use the built-in search function to find rentable items in your area. But Kyle, I can't find any items available in my area. Well, you can be the first to start your own Rentery community. So download the Rentery app available on the App Store and Google Play Store and start renting your own items today. But anyway, let's get back to the podcast. Man, I know you spent time getting the name, but how did the business, how did you get it all started? Oh, shoot. Shout out to Daniel Trigello. Yeah? Yeah, Daniel Trigello created the logo. He helped me out. I was like, yo, I love plants. I love sunrises, sunsets, and I love waves. What could you do for me? Mm. And he was like, okay, say less. I'll give you something. (laughs) So I waited about a, a good week and a half, about two weeks, and then he comes out with this logo, and I'm like, "Yo, this is dope!" Like, man, like I couldn't have think I couldn't have thought of anything uh, like better than this. Yeah. And yeah, she just really opened opened the mind up. Yeah. So you got the name, got the logo. What were the other steps of just getting everything started? Or actually, like, let's go back, because then, like, like at what point did you decide I want to make something on my own? Mm, yeah. Just because, Ooh. like, you're think about you were in class, right? Yeah. Yeah, like you're in class with other with other students. Were there any conversations about well, what are we gonna do after we're done this like yeah. two year program or oh, whatever? Man. Like, did you ever discuss that with anybody? At what point did you decide, yo, I want to make this something on my own instead of working for somebody else or something? You know? Yeah, that's interesting. Because I remember like having this discussion with some some uh, classmates at the time, and I was like, okay, honestly, like becoming a sole proprietor is gonna be like a good five year plan for me. Yeah. And first, I want to like work work with physiotherapists and chiropractors, and just like see how they kind of um, like have different modalities available. And then I want to work with like private uh, private owners of clinics just to like kind of get an idea as to like how they run a business. Yeah. And um, yeah, also my first job was a was at a um, an athletic therapy clinic. Mm-hmm. So we had a couple of different modalities there. And for people who don't know, what's a modality? And for people who don't know, that's that's me. so like a modality is kind of just like different type of treatments that you could do okay yeah so like there's physiotherapy um chiro uh athletic therapy massage um so switching modalities is just kind of like a different type of treatment okay okay um so yeah i i worked at an athletic therapy clinic and then I kind of like flirted with the idea of like kind of going solo, just mm. just like see what it's about. Yeah, and um, and yeah, so I I shared that idea, and like they were very supportive at the time. Yeah, so I kind of like I don't know, like it was it was at the back of my mind, but I didn't I didn't initiate that uh, like actually going solo. Mm-hmm just flirting with the idea. So about like three three weeks later, I get 
um, an automatic let go. Like you, like I can't have you working for me. Like this is a conflict of interest uh, because you have that idea yeah. of going solo. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, shit. Like yeah. now I'm out of a job. Yeah. And like this is at the end of September. Like, and I have no idea what to do. So that's when I start thinking about the idea of Kalulua and I like slowly start putting it together. And then um, midway through September, it was my girlfriend's birthday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, hey, I need to get a haircut. I'm going to get a haircut. I'm going to, I'm going to hit up Casey Sambulan of Case and Park. And, um, and I'm going to get like an emergency haircut. So I was like, Hey, it's my girlfriend's birthday tomorrow. Do you have any openings? And he's like, I don't, but uh, Daryl Clyde is available. So I hit him up. Uh, he books me an appointment right away. Respects to him. And um, so I sit in. It's my first time at Casey Park, by the way, mm. getting her cut there. Mm-hmm. I see Casey at Angelina's when he was there before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is my first time in the building. They were about two years into the business. And... Um, so we're like just talking, catching up and stuff like that. And then they're like, yo, there's going to be a room available over here. Um, I know that you're almost done massage. So mm. like, I don't know, would you be interested of like renting out this space, renting out this room? So off of one haircut, this yeah. is how it started. Yeah. Yeah. First time ever too. Yo, that's crazy. And, yo, and shout out Casey too. Like he's, he's my barber and I go there all the time. Yo, shout out to him. <laughs> but it's crazy how that kind of instance happened. You were with this one place yep. and then shit went down. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, I need to like get a haircut. Just yeah. out of nowhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. You come in and then all of a sudden up, an opportunity just arises, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's wild, man. Yeah. It's also because like Kim was transition, like she was in the middle of transitioning from becoming a massage therapist to a tattoo artist. Okay. So... Um, yeah, that's where it's uh, kind of started and opened up. So yeah, hit her up, hit her up at a uh, Red Ronin Tattoo. Cool. Yeah. What are the um, like? So you have the name, you have your logo. Now you have your space. What What were the final things that came into it? Oh man, it was just like slow, progressive stuff that we need to uh, get done. It was just kind of confining the sound, confining um, just like the small the small cosmetic stuff mm. that made it feel like it was uh, the type of energy that I wanted to give off. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you may go through the building, but like once you're in that little space of mine, that's when it's like, okay, you got to open up let yourself go and yeah. this yeah. is this is my type of energy and i want you to feel this energy that i'm giving off as well yeah yeah so it's kind of just again just like absorbing each other's energy and just like feeling that and putting it into the treatments yeah and then for i guess like you know early on um how was it you know, you were starting your own business. Did you have clients lined up? Did you, um, or is this like completely fresh? Like, I yeah, had, uh, I had some, I had some potentials where I was like, okay, I need to start advertising myself before I actually open up. Yeah. 
so there were there were a few homies that like um stepped forward and they actually like booked in but it's kind of funny because like in the beginning i was kind of doubtful of um like how many people i'm actually getting per day and like if i'm actually going to have a lot of clients Mm. so as as the weeks and the days go by i'm like okay it's like slowly starting to pick up having this little snowball effect and then i had that little period where i was kind of like okay now now it's getting to the point where it's just man i kind of feel down about this because it's not where i want to be Mm. and then and then and then felicia she kind of my girlfriend she kind of just like she kind of like sits me down. She's like, okay, you got to realize that this is your first time doing this. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, and if you think about it, every shift that you worked, you had at least the one person come in. And like, I didn't realize that. And it was just like mind blowing to me because I was just so into my own thoughts yeah. and it kind of yeah. consumed me. Yeah. And it was really like really bringing me down and really bringing out my energy and I think it showed a little bit in my treatments as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she really sat me down. Then it was more of an eye opener. So ever since that day, I'm like, okay, this is really good. Like, even though I have just one client today, like, I still have no days where I have nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the first time that I had nobody was in February and I opened up on the first week of October. Yeah. So... I'm like very happy about that outcome at least. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I guess those are, those are probably like the feelings you had. I think for any entrepreneur, everyone early in their business, Mm -hmm. there's, you know, the excitement of starting your own thing. There's the personal expectation of that you have on yourself. And, you know, as time goes by and, you know, you're not, I wouldn't say not living up to it, but not, uh, it's not where you want it to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure the early frustrations were extremely stressful. I mean, oh, to yeah. say the least. Yeah. There were a lot of, a lot of stressful areas, um, a lot of sacrifices as well. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, you kind of got to like control how excited you get. Yeah. Because like when I had, when I wanted to advertise a lot of things, yeah, like I would just be so excited, like, and I would be posting like every second day, to the point where I was like, "Okay, no, I have nothing else to post. Like, I'm out of ideas. I'm, I'm hitting a wall right now." But I'm like, "Okay, maybe this is this is good because I hit a wall. Now I could rest a little bit on this wall, and um, it's gonna give me more time to kind of just like sit and branch out a little bit more ideas." Mm-hmm. But yeah. There are a lot of uh, type of sacrifices that you could take with starting on your own because, like, honestly, I did lose a a few friends. Mm. Well, a few close friends who are now just friends, I guess. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it's just just like a tough – it's just like a really gray area where it's – you want to work on yourself, Mm. but now you kind of understand who's – kind of like supporting you through that too yeah 
Yeah, so. And that's like kind of the side that people don't see. Because like I was seeing you post too. I was like, oh, sick, he started. Yeah. Kalulu yeah, yeah. Massage Therapy. I was like, yo, dope. He's probably getting mad clients or something, you know? Because he's yeah. posting consistently, making content on his like IG and stuff. I was like, yo, he's doing good for himself. But then from your perspective, it was it was tough. It was a tough buildup. So a lot oh, of people don't man. realize and see that. They just see what's on IG, right? Yeah, exactly. Man, yeah. It was a really tough startup, honestly. But I uh, just got to keep it consistent. Just got to keep trying to push it forward. And um, yeah, just can't uh, can't take anyone for granted because like everyone who's there for you is like actually there for you. Yeah. And they're really pushing you. So yeah, yeah it's, re- it's a really good motivator as well. The struggle? Oh yeah, big mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. big time. Because once, you once you're in the struggle, you kind of like realize, okay, if I keep struggling this direction, yep. man, like you're going to be stuck. Like this is this is my only job too. So like, if I struggle and I just stop, like, where's my income? Mm. There's nothing else. Mm-hmm. So, just gotta keep pushing forward. And that's yeah, that's what's crazy. Sorry, bro. Like that's what's crazy because like in the previous podcasts, like Sherwin J, or especially Sherwin, you kind of mentioned yo, like this is what I need to do to like support my family. I don't want us to struggle. Yeah. Like yeah. like each person's struggle is different, <laughs> but at the end of the day it's a struggle that you do not want to find yourself in and that's a big motivator for a lot of people to do what they do yeah and and build stuff up on their own you know yeah Yeah. especially with massage therapy it's kind of just like uh there's there's certain times of the year where it's like really busy and certain times of the year when it's not because once your insurance flips over people kind of like take their time Mm. and they don't yeah yeah yeah, they don't use it all at once like example cj Yo, CJ balls out. Yeah. On his, you know, oh, well, heck that, yeah. well, it's paid for, but still, like he'll go like man, <laughs> every week. That guy. Yeah, CJ saw me like three times a week one time. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's good for tri- business. Good for shout business. out to CJ. Yes. Shout out to CJ. He's a big supporter, man. That's awesome. But that is that's pretty interesting to say, just because like me as someone who has benefits to use. Yeah, you kind of you are right. You don't want to stretch it out. You have it for a certain calendar year, and you don't want to blow it all at once. So, yeah, how do you do? You kind of structure that in your appointments with your clients. Do you say like, "Hey, we'll work on this, and we'll see each other at this time," or how do you keep that flow going? Yeah, so really depending on like what type of energy or injury that they have. Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, so this is really bugging you. This is really affecting your everyday life. Yeah. I want to follow up with you in one week. And in that, after that one week, if I feel like it's getting better, I want to follow up in two weeks. Yeah. And then after that two week point, I want to see you every month just to like kind of maintain it. Yeah. But I, I like, I don't push it. I don't push them to do it. Yeah. I just, say okay if if you feel like it's necessary if you feel like it's really bugging you if you feel like you really want to work on it that's when you should book in yeah absolutely. but yeah don't want to force them into it because i feel like that'll kind of like bring them away from the interest of mm-hmm. wanting to get treated mm-hmm. and um yeah is that something you learned along the way yeah like along early the way. on you know, during that period where I need clients, I need clients where you like, come see me next week and come see me next week or even come see me Friday. Yeah. Like, um. So initially I kind of, I kind of like didn't really push it. Honestly, I kind of yeah. just said, okay, if you're feeling, if you're feeling a certain way, like I could book you in, I could pre-book you in, but 
I know that like a lot of people, they have a really busy schedule. So yeah. once you have time, uh, feel free to book in yourself. Yeah. But I will follow up yeah. to see how you're feeling. Yeah. So I was just like, shoot them a text. I was like, I'd be like, hey, uh, your treatment was like three days ago. How are you feeling? Mm. And um, yeah, just try to keep that communication going. It's just like very personal because like my business number is my cell phone number. Yep. Like I can't get more personal than that. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, like you could text me, you could call me, send me an email Yeah. and everything. That's all, that's pretty much what all communications through is just like my cell phone. Mm. Versus like your early stages mm-hmm. versus, you know, today, how do you feel you are in the progression? Like, how do you feel? Uh, your business is going oh man there's still a lot to learn oh yeah yeah i kind of i still kind of feel like well on certain days i'm just like oh man just got to go through this routine again where i gotta book in my schedules and stuff but there's most days where i'm just like okay this feels like it's the first day again yeah i really want to i really want to learn a little bit more i really want to learn more about my clients as well i want to like expand a little bit more too and i just want to keep my education with the with their own bodies going too so i try to do my best to educate them about their bodies to see if there's like any imbalances or if there's any certain muscle structures that need a little bit more focusing on so i usually modify those treatments toward their own um type of body language yeah and like i even ask them about like how do you sleep how many pillows do you sleep with? Um, how much water are you drinking? Are you doing certain exercises? Do you have a lot of coffee in the morning? Um, like when's your pain mostly? Is it like once you wake up or before you go to sleep? Like the list goes on. So there really is so many elements to, you know, your body's yeah. health that, you know, I didn't really realize. Yeah. You know, those things are, I think everyone knows you, you got to drink water. You got to drink all the water in the day. Mm-hmm. You should be stretching. But really, as you're like naming these things, for me, I realized there's so many gaps in what I'm doing. Yeah. And so like personally, there's huge value in going to see someone who, you know, realizes these things and is able to like educate me on them. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's what, that's what would make me come back. I'm just like, okay, we last week or last time I was here, we worked on this. And then I think I feel good. And I come back. I'm like, hey, well, what can I learn today about myself? Yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. what would keep me coming back. So it's, I'm glad that you do that. Because every time I go to you, man, yo, I just learned some new stuff. I was like, oh, oh sick. Yo, with my calf, with my yeah. bottom foot, you're just like, yo, it's not even about your foot. It's about the calf that connects to the bottom mm-hmm. of the foot. Yeah. I was like, oh, I did not know that. So when you when you went in, man, when you went in. So <laughs> after you did that, my, yo, my foot like felt much better than how it was before you yeah, know man. yeah when we go in we go in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah it's, it's like about like your lifestyle like what kind of job do you work in like i know that you guys work with a lot of like um communicating so you guys are looking down a lot and i know that um your desks aren't always level with what your with your workspace as well so if you're looking down for long periods of time like what kind of shoes are you wearing yeah like are you leaning on one side more than the other so yeah it just goes into depth it's uh it's really like it's really about communicating with the person that you're working with and like trying to figure out what their lifestyle is yeah like man you're basically like troubleshooting a person's body much like how like when i'm at work i troubleshoot someone's cell phone 
it's like what <laughs> like what did you, is your wi-fi on like what did you do it's the same thing yeah but it's just a person's body which is yeah. cool man if you think about it that way yeah, yeah that's true yeah sometimes you just gotta you just gotta reset you gotta restore those factory settings and then just like reset that yeah, lifestyle. yeah you gotta reintroduce mm. it to them yeah yeah it goes with everyone though man what are those moments like when you actually see the health of your patient like you know, you, you're watching them getting better. Man, I feel like, I feel like my Kalulua leaves my body. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Yo, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, it's honestly, it's honestly like so insane. Like the point where you could kind of like dismiss them from seeing you regularly. Yeah. Like that's like the best feelings. Like, okay, I finally made a difference yeah. and this is what it's about. Yeah. And like, this is the reason why I went into this field. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really nice to know when they feel like they don't have that pain that they've been experiencing for years. Like like even even a couple of weeks ago, or no, this is last week, yeah. I had a client who said that he had pain in his in his back for three years. And then I was like, Okay, let's do this assessment. And then he's like, Wow, I've never had this type of yeah. I've never had this like this deep of an assessment on me before. Yeah. Like I've never had my abs worked on me before. And yeah, after that, like even that same day, like after that treatment, he was like, yo, I don't feel that pain when I take a deep breath in anymore. Wow. I'm like, whoa. Wow. And it's funny because like as a student in school, I was like, I was kind of struggling to be honest. In what ways? Uh, like theoretically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like learning like the mechanism of injury and just like asking these certain questions. I wasn't that type of like student and i was the type that would always kind of like ask ask the teachers questions like extra questions i would be i'd go to their office and i would like get kind of like i would kind of like ask for extra help as well yeah and like i would kind of do this on the low because i was embarrassed as well because it was such a small school right Mm. so i didn't want to i don't know it was just my pride was in the way. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. sometimes you have to let that go, right? Exactly. If, if you're so shielded by your pride, and you know you have that veil over yourself, you kind of hold yourself back. Yeah. And so, like a great story in your case that you know you went past that and seeked out those extra opportunities to yeah. just learn. And the benefits of it is, you know, you're sitting here today as proud business owner, right? Yeah, exactly. Like this is something that I wanted to do in five years. Yeah. Five months later, here yes, I am. Yes, yes. That's insane. Yeah. Well, to me, but man, like this is something that I never thought about doing. It was just like, just like you gotta bite the bullet sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Take that risk. Jump without a bear, without a parachute. Yeah, man. You know, for sure. But like, okay, so what I want to know now, because like I go to you Mm. for massage therapy. Yeah. yeah. So like who does my massage therapy go to for their massage? You know, like who is my massage therapist, massage therapist? Oh, man. And then after going to them, like what have, what changes have they helped you made in your own life with like health and everything? Yeah. So I'm dating my massage therapist. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. Okay. Okay. Honestly, she like, like. When we when we massage each other, we're like literally like going into depth. We're educating the shit out of each other, yeah. like actually massaging, and like, um, 
because she's like Felicia, she's so good theoretically. Mm-hmm. And like she's so into depth when she goes hands on. And um she like does such a thorough assessment to the point where I'm like, okay, like I had no idea that this is happening. Yeah. But like like I kind of have a little bit of an idea what's happening in, in to my body, but like I don't understand it. So she breaks it down for me. Yeah. Um and then I also see the homie Howie. Howie, he uh he's a he's an old coworker of mine yep. at the Wellness Institute. Yep. And like he's also a personal trainer there as well. And yeah, he like really targets and does specific treatment on the area because like I had a good rotation when I was just standing straight. Like I was rotated to the right naturally. Yep. But like he treated he treated that area so hard to the point or so well to the point where I'm rotated to the left now. Well plus to the right. So yeah. Um yeah, they like those two, they really helped me out. And I guess it goes back to, you know, you're speaking about the mentors, but I guess every time you've gone to obviously your girlfriend and Howie, there's yeah. things that you pick up on and adapt into your own approach. Right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And like like for myself, I'm actually kind of like hesitant to go to other therapists, to be mm. honest, because mm. I'm ticklish. Like, <laughs> yeah, because I was, yeah, I was the point. I was the point of, uh, I was the type of student where like nobody wanted to partner up oh. with me because I was so ticklish, and then I would affect their education. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it was that bad. Yeah, you're, like, you're that ticklish, bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> like even like even with uh with uh certain hands-on tests. Yeah. Like we would randomly be partnered up with someone and I'd be like, oh, man, I'm so anxious right now yeah. because like if I'm partnered up with someone who um who I who I like laugh with a lot, like I'll be ticklish and that might affect their grade. Yeah. So I was like, oh that's true. Imagine be like, oh man, I'm stuck with the giggly guy again. <laughs> yeah. Like damn. It's funny because like I saw I saw my friend, I saw my friend Natalia yesterday. Um, she saw me at Kalulua because we were going to treat each other's forearms because man, there's a lot of tension and stress that could happen to our forearms and elbows. Um, so she was, so we were doing a treatment. Then she was talking about a therapist that she saw. And then she said that the therapist that she saw, like kind of went into her armpit and then she was like, okay, yeah, let me show you what he did. And I was like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't (laughs) Don't touch me. I will punch you if you touch me. But yeah. Yeah. She's like one of my best buddies. So, yeah. And that's what happened. So for today, like you, you mentioned earlier that opening, eventually opening your business was your five-year plan. Mm-hmm. And here you are five months later already in it. What do you have left or what do you see um, or where do you see your business as far as the end of this year? And what is your new five-year plan for yourself? Oh, um, well, I do want to keep taking continuing education courses. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a lot of organizing and prioritizing that I need to do, such as like a lot of financial debt and just reconnecting with a lot of people who I haven't really spoken to in a long time, Mm -hmm. just because I was like so busy and so focused with this little section of my life yeah and in the next five years i do want to open i do want to expand a little bit like to the point where i kind of like hire someone yeah um but yeah only time can tell Mm -hmm. like i'm i'm a i'm a big like impulse guy so 
um if something like hits my mind then i might attack it right away mm-hmm. so it's honestly really tough to say right now yeah i guess whenever the opportunities present themselves you take advantage capitalize exactly it's all about it's all about um opportunities that present themselves like even if you're not even sure about it yeah it'll present itself in kind of funny ways yeah and it's up to you to accept what's presented Mm. to you and um yeah just slowly chipping away on debt and (laughs) yeah yeah that's really powerful man like especially for your story like you mentioned that you know eventually i'd like to open it up and you know three weeks later yeah you were let go and then even right after that the opportunity just popped up for you to have space yeah I think that's a. Uh, it's really powerful to just be mindful mm-hmm. and be mindful, but also be open to opportunities. Yeah, I was gonna say to that come. too. You like keep an open mind and don't close yourself off to like things have to be done a certain yes. way. Yes. And I'm glad you came on our podcast because this is what our podcast is about. There's no one way to do things yes. to be successful in, in whatever, man. There's no. I don't want to say it because it's kind of cliche, but there's no recipe, bro. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. And it's kind of funny because it. It kind of started off from getting a haircut. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah, know? Man. Yeah, man, man. Guys, you really, you don't know when the next, like, luck. You don't know when the next moment of luck will strike. You don't know when you yourself will be lucky. But if you're, you know, if you're always in a state of uh, recognizing opportunity and capitalizing on opportunity, you'll really find uh, doors open up for yourself. So, yeah. Man, bro, uh, you have any like shout outs you want to make? And Oh, yeah, man. Where can people find you, bro, if they want to reach oh, out to you, man? Shoot. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram. Um, search up at Kaluluwa. That's K A L U L U W A, massage therapy, period, C O. And uh, yeah, you can find my treatment plans there on there. And then you, there's online booking. I also do direct billing. Or you could even hit me up on my personal cell phone which is also my business cell phone. Hey. 204-899-4687. What it do? What it do? <laughs> like, to guys, this day. Yeah. Guys, this was Justin's journey. This was his story. How are you going to write your story today? 